You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 189. In this episode, I share with you my insights from VoiceCon with VaynerMedia and Gary Vaynerchuk. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's episode is about the importance of voice first. My key takeaways from attending VoiceCon with VaynerMedia and Gary Vaynerchuk and what I think you should do about voice first. Ready to get started with voice first? Go to show notes at sigrun.com forward slash 189 and find out how you can get started. What is voice first? Voice first refers to devices where the input and output is voice. And in some instances, the input is voice and the output is a screen. The devices on the market are in most cases, smart speakers. Think of Alexa from Amazon, HomePod from Apple and Google Home, obviously from Google. Microsoft also has their own device and there are rumors. Yes, very serious rumors that Facebook will soon bring out their own device. And of course, they want to tap into this market because I and so many others believe that this is the future. Alexa from Amazon has already been on the market for a few years, but I didn't really pay attention to it. I wasn't using voice on my iPhone. You know, Siri has been on the iPhone and there's Hey Google on Android devices and I hadn't really started to use all of these things. So it didn't click for me until I read the book Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. In the last chapter of the book, he talks about voice first and he makes a very compelling argument why this is the future. So when the conference VoiceCon was announced shortly after I read the book, I decided to go because I had already made the decision that I was going to tap into this new potential. I was going to develop a briefing or a skill and I wanted to be there at the first conference that would tackle voice first. Of course, I hurried up and I created my Alexa briefing and launched it just a week ahead of the conference. And I was so happy I did because it earned me quite some respect from some of the people I got to know because I was the only one of the people that I got to know that already had developed something for one of these devices. So what is voice first and why do I and so many others think it's the future? Because it will change your life. It's gonna change your life because it saves you time. If you look at what's important in life, health, of course, comes first, but then time and then money. Yes, money is number three. Time is crucial. We want everything 
faster and speedier than we used to want it some years ago. It's all about saving us time. Why are all these assistants, virtual assistants, or new technology like Uber and sharing cars, the sharing economy, that is about saving time and money. But ultimately, it's about saving time. We will do a lot to save time and we will even give up some privacy. Yes, I'm recording this episode (laughs) just on the day that GDPR, the official start of GDPR is out. And I still have to mention GDPR, even though I am quite sick of it, to be honest. But yes, we will even give up some privacy for convenience and to save time. Voice-first devices enable us to multitask. Think of the situation you wake up in the morning and you can just speak a command to turn on the light, to turn on some music, to start to have the coffee brewing. Or you're brushing your teeth and just before you put the toothbrush into your mouth, you say, Alexa, play my fresh briefings. And you will hear the latest news or the latest inspiration or motivation or whatever you prefer to listen to in your briefings while you're brushing your teeth. It is about saving time. And it's not just about these smart speakers. They are cool and all. And I think eventually we will actually have a smart speaker in every single home of your house. Now, most people have it in the living room and maybe in the office. Currently, I have an Alexa Echo Show on my desk in my home office. I have a HomePod from Apple in my living room. But this is just a start because as I'm walking around the house, and especially if your house is a bigger house, you will want a device in every single room because you're not going to shout around your home to let Alexa hear you in another room. For a smaller home, one or two devices will do. But it will not stop there with smart speakers. Your future refrigerator, your coffee machine, any kind of device that can include a microchip will have the capability of an artificial intelligence. And one of these companies, whether it's Amazon, Google, Apple, or maybe in the future, Microsoft, Facebook, and others, will have a run for it to be inside these devices. Currently, Amazon is quite ahead because Alexa has been on the market for a few years and people are getting used to it. Now, and all of these companies have different emphasis. Amazon, of course, wants to sell you something. So you need to be careful when you set up your Alexa about the buy command. I was just playing around with the Alexa on the day that I installed it. And I said, Alexa, buy Crushing It from Gary Vaynerchuk. And (laughs) I get a notification on my phone that the book has been ordered and is on the way to being, you know, you have a few minutes still before they actually start to ship it. So I quickly on my phone canceled the order. Yeah, and I canceled the order on my phone because I didn't know yet how to tell Alexa to cancel the order. That's how new all of this is, and also to me. But I can totally see how this saves me time and energy, and it's just a convenience that we will get used to. And it will take us time to adapt. You know, it took us time to start texting. And now everybody is on their phone texting. It was a technology that nobody saw would take off. But that's different with voice. I can already see, and I'm no futurist, And people 
other people that have been looking at this for a much longer time can see that this is something that's going to take off. Why? Because it saves you time. And we all have only 24 hours in our day. And we would like to use it to our best advantage to enjoy our life and build our businesses. And if we find a way to save five minutes there and another five minutes there, yes, you're going to do that. It will take some time. Actually, I tried it out in 2010. I had pain in my neck. I developed a repetitive strain injury, which I've talked about in another episode. And I couldn't type on my computer. So I installed the software to speak to my computer and tell it commands to start some uh, software and maybe write an email for me. And it was quite challenging. Now, I'm not a native English speaker. So I had, uh, first of all, challenges to understand my pronunciation. And then I didn't really get into the habit. And, you know, when do you say a comma? And when do you say a dot? And you couldn't speak as fluently as you would want. But things have changed since 2010. These voice-enabled or voice-first devices are pretty good at understanding the nuances of the language. And yes, they mostly exist in English, but they also exist in Germany. Not in Spain yet, but very soon. And everybody will be able to talk to a device and the artificial intelligence in the devices will understand your tone of voice and the nuances in the words. And you will be able to correct the device and it will learn to adapt to your voice. And then once you have done that, it will save you time. So what have I learned from VoiceCon and from diving into this subject and launching the Alexa briefings? I truly believe VoiceForce will change your life. Not instantly, but it will. 10 to 20 years from now, nobody of us will be texting or typing an email. We will just speak it. So my 10 key takeaways from VoiceCon and after using Alexa for a few weeks and publishing my own briefing, here they come. First of all, start by using Siri on your computer. On your computer, on your phone, and if you don't have uh, Siri, you have an Android, and then you can use Hey Google and ask Google to do something for you. Whatever device you have, you already have a voice-first device. You just don't see it as such, and you're probably not using it as such. So ask Siri, if you have Siri, to make a reminder, to remind you of something. Create a to-do list. If you are cooking an egg or you want to uh, take something out of the oven in 20 minutes, ask Siri to help you. Stop using your hands and typing in those things. Use Siri. Because if you want to live in this new world that is coming faster than you can imagine, you need to start to live it yourself. Definitely, if you want to create some skills and briefings for your clients. Second, find a micro moment where you can be useful. What phrase can you be known for that is not yet taken? I was quite shocked to find out, and it kind of makes sense after you know it, that there is a run for keywords and phrases for Alexa, Google, and Apple right now. Why? This is like when everybody was trying to get good domain names. Now that feels very long ago, but at that time when somebody grabbed a good domain name, that's worth a fortune today. And the same is for these devices today. 
the chance is to step in right now and own a phrase. So there was a story of this beverage company that now is known for happy hour. Now, happy hour is a word that we use for, you know, that time where maybe you get two drinks for the price of one or you have a drink before dinner. And now you can say to Alexa, open happy hour, and it will open up a skill from a specific company with a specific beverage because they have claimed the phrase. There are already about 30, max 40,000 skills out there. That's not a lot. There are over half a million podcasts out there in the English-speaking market. So there's time to jump in right now with your briefing or skill and claim a word. There's also someone that created a skill called Inspire Me. So if you say to Alexa, Inspire Me, it will open up that skill. So if you have something you want to be known for, this is the time. So ask yourself, where's the attention? What's trending? What are people searching for? Look at your own data, your SEO, your Google Analytics will tell you what people are already looking for. Third, create a persona. Now, if you're a solopreneur, you're not going to create a persona like a, a company would do, but think about how you want the listener to feel. Are you going to be sharing some rants about something? Are you going to inspire people? Are you going to be motivating? Are you going to be sharing stories? How is your voice, how is your brand going to sound on these devices? 41% of people using these skills and briefings feel like they're talking to a friend. How can you sound like a friend? One thing you can do, for instance, is just be you. Now, I am speaking to you this podcast episode as I'm recording it. I have a few bullet points in front of me, but I'm speaking basically to you like a friend. And that's how I want my skills and briefings to sound like. I don't edit out pauses or if I need to, you know, swallow. We don't edit that out because that is authentic. That feels real. And if your friend is speaking to you, you're not going to edit out the pauses and the ums and the ahs. Yes, it sounds maybe if you do too much of it, it's not so good. But if you can train yourself just to do it less, it already feels more authentic. Fourth, optimize content for the platform. Some people would want to take their podcast and put it on Alexa, but ideally, Alexa skills and briefing are just one or two minutes. I really tried to get my Alexa briefing to 60 seconds. I couldn't because I have so much to share. So I kept it to 90 seconds. But people do not want to listen to much more. It was shared at the conference that people typically listen, the podcast listeners typically listen to seven podcasts. But on Alexa briefing, I will listen to maybe three. And each one of those cannot be more than max two minutes. Otherwise, I'll give up and unsubscribe. And it's so easy to subscribe and unsubscribe. It's basically called enable and unable. You do it on your phone or you tell Alexa not to play it anymore. There's no time for intro and outros on these skills and briefings. You could maybe end quickly with, uh, for more inspiration, go to my website, signal.com. But that's it. People are just there to really get the most out of their time. And you need to respect that. So shorter is better. 
My fifth takeaway is that to start with a briefing. That's what I've already done. And in another episode, in episode uh, 185, you will find my takeaways on creating a briefing. It is very easy to develop. It's pretty much like a podcast. And that's where you should get started. A skill is more difficult. I'll come to that in a moment. But start with a briefing. One to two minute briefing. And you need to get as many reviews as possible because too many briefings do not have any reviews. So if you have 20, 30, or even 50 reviews, you're already going to be ahead of so many others who have, without much thought about marketing, put their skill up. You need to get your audience from your email list, from your podcast, from your Facebook lives onto Alexa and Google Home and the Apple HomePod. Typically, the first people who are going to listen to you are already clients of yours or loyal listeners or readers somewhere else. Make sure you have a description that is discoverable. When you think about these keywords and phrases people are looking for, make sure you pack it, but in a good way. Don't overload it with keywords. That's exactly, that's spam. But really being thoughtful, how would you search for your skill or briefing? and put that into your description. You can also have a few keywords, but your description is actually gonna help you more because then you can use their natural language. People are gonna use not just two words, like you know, one word or two words to search for something, they are actually gonna say a whole phrase, like Alexa, help me build a table. Now, if you have a skill that helps people build a table, then you've hit the jackpot. Get on all devices is my sixth recommendation. Don't just focus on Alexa. We are seeing a quite fast growth with Google. Alexa is still ahead, but Google is really taking off. And when Apple, they were pretty late to the game and now they're more known for really good speakers. If they can get their act together, I have no doubt that they will pick up two before next holiday season. Takeaway seven, check out the blueprints on Amazon Alexa, blueprints.amazon.com. Blueprints are just for you, but you can learn how to use this device and create blueprints within the home. Especially if you have kids, it's really cool to create stories or some actions around brushing their teeth. It's super. Just look at all the blueprints that you can create and Alexa will help you create a blueprint that you can run within your home. Takeaway number eight, also look at routines. Now, remembering every morning to say, Alexa, play my flash briefing or open up that skill, I think people will forget. You will forget. So what you can do with routines, it's better to actually create this on your uh, mobile device where you have the Alexa app, is to tell Alexa that you want to play a certain flash briefing or all flash briefings at 9 a.m. every morning. And it's really easy to create a routine. Also, if you have devices like your lights connected to Alexa, you can also have all the lights connected in a routine and have it turned on or off or have a command that turns it all on and off in one go. I would say takeaway number nine is to get your feet wet with a skill. Skill is a little bit more difficult to develop than a briefing. It requires... In most cases, app developer, I know they're trying to make it easier. And there was a lot of requests at the VoiceCon conference to make it easier for someone like us to develop a skill. But currently you need, uh, it's like programming. So you either need to be tech savvy or need someone to do it for you. In that case, it's not user friendly, but it's interesting that the fastest growing skills are for kids. I will mention one skill here that I heard 
talked about a lot. It's called Chompers. It is also a podcast, so you could actually listen to it if you do not have an Alexa or uh, another voice-first device. And it helps kids brush their teeth with some interesting and inspiring information. So go and check that out. Number 10, see into the future and think of science fiction. What would a science fiction book tell you about the year 2030? And what does that mean for you today? One thing is for you to get used to those voice-first devices. And the next thing is to think of how you could create something that benefits your future clients. Voice-first is great when you know what you want. If you don't know what you want, it's a little bit trickier, but things will develop. And I see the combination of voice in and screen out being the solution to this. Most devices in the future will probably have both. And there are so many devices out there and new devices coming out all the time. The market is growing. You're going to have this in every single room, in every single device. Maybe sounds scary, but I don't think it's scary. I think it's exciting. And I would love for you to be a part of it too. So I recommend you get your feet wet and start to use those devices. Get an Alexa, subscribe to my flash briefing. Uh, It's called Sigrun Sparks. It's 90 seconds of inspiration every day. And I would love for you to develop your own skill and briefing in the future too. Best of luck with Voice First. Ready to get started with Voice First? Go to the show notes at sigrun.com forward slash 189 to find out how you can get started today. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.